Hi, I'm Jai Kinsey. I am the Director of Social Impact at Green Thumb Industries, and I am proud to work in the cannabis industry because it is an amazing growing industry. And I'm just proud to be able to work for a company like Green Thumbs, where it has the industry has afforded me the opportunity to give back to the black and brown community and communities that have been impacted by the war on drugs. <laughs> everybody, and welcome to the Proud to Work in Cannabis podcast. I'm your host, Carson Humiston, the founder and CEO at Vangst. And today I am so excited to have Jai Kenzie with us. Jai is the Director of Social Impact at Green Thumb Industries, and we could not be more excited to have her here with us today. Jai, welcome to our show. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here too. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. We will jump right in, Jai. How did you decide to get into the cannabis industry? Give us the story. The cannabis industry chose me because I've been in the you know around and connected to the legacy market pretty much my entire life. But when it was time for me to look for a new role, my background right now, I'm the director of social impact at Green Thumb Industries. But before that, I have nearly 20 years experience working in community relations and communications on the corporate, nonprofit and government side. And I really wanted to get into a space after all of the civil unrest with the murder of George Floyd and all the civil unrest that followed. I, I got in this place where I wanted to work in a place where it was more aligned with my values and my purpose. So I literally just wrote it down. I said, I want to work on the corporate side. I want to work for a CPG company. I put, I want to be a CSR leader. I want to work in a space where I can support black and brown communities. I just had this like drive within in me to want to give back to my community. And it was my pure intention, like intention to do specifically that. And I, I didn't want to bend. And so when I applied for the role at Green Thumb, it was just perfect because it aligned with the values that Green Thumb has within the company. Giving back is core to our DNA here. And you could really feel it in the fact that I obtained a role where I'm doing exactly what I wrote down that day is it's amazing to me. <laughs> Sometimes it's surreal. <laughs> so, 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 Jai, you wrote down on a piece of paper exactly what it was that you were envisioning. Yep. And yep. Then what you saw a job posting and you applied? Then what? Well, happened? it wasn't the same day, but it I wrote it down. It's funny because I showed the hiring manager. I showed her the book. I have a book. It has Dream Big on the front of it. And I, I wrote down specifically what I wanted to do. And I showed it to her when I got the job. I said, I feel like I manifested this job <laughs> because I knew that I wanted and I didn't know that it would be in the cannabis space. But I'm happy that it is because I have a direct connection. My nephew right now has two felonies associated with a cannabis offense. And the fact that I wrote down specifically the type of work that I wanted to do, I, I focused on what was it that would make me happy? What was it that would you know be aligned with my purpose and make me feel like I have a meaning? And that's what I wanted. And so when I found the role, it was perfect on paper. But then when I got into GTI and really connected with people who had the same type of values and understood the assignment, who understood that the cannabis industry has to pay its dues to black and brown communities who've been impacted by the war on drugs. 
that's what really was the part where I said, okay, this is it. Because of, like I said, that personal connection that I have with my nephew having two felonies related to a cannabis offense. I literally get to work with nonprofits who host expungement events for people just like my nephew on a regular basis. Like that kind of work is fulfilling. And so, like I said, I'm proud to be in this space. And I tell people all the time, it's a privilege as a black woman to be in the cannabis industry because there aren't a lot of us here. And so to be here is my duty as a black woman to support programs that help my community. And I'm happy that I have the backing of not only our leadership, but my team members around me who see the value of this. I love it. It's such an incredible story. Everything that you just shared from writing your purpose down on a piece of paper, finding the exact job and now being able to tie it all back to helping folks like your nephew. What a ride. Exactly. Right. (laughs) And sometimes it feels surreal. I tell people, I said, I would do this work for free because I know that what I'm doing is having a direct impact on people and helping people. It's fulfilling, especially just the personal experience of knowing like what my family has had to go through in terms of supporting my nephew. And expungement is just one area of the work that we do. And that in an important area, particularly connected to the cannabis space. But just knowing like the financial woes of having a cannabis offense on your record, the mental toll that it takes on the individual and the family. Every day that my nephew walks out the door, the level of anxiety that his mother and his father have because he's on probation. Any miscommunication with the police officer could turn into him spending the rest of his life in prison for him doing one thing one time at 18 years old. And he's 21 year now, 21 years old now where he should be living his best life, but he can't. There's limitations on him. And like I said, we have other areas where we support and particularly supporting organizations where we give back to organizations through donations and sponsorships that are helping through food banks, providing employment, workforce development programs, education programs. And so just to be able to tap into those areas and know that we're working with nonprofits that are in the trenches doing the hard work, I call it heart work, because those folks are on the ground in it, doing that work in addition to sometimes full-time jobs and full-time families. And so you have to feel it in your heart in order to do the type of work that they're doing. So the fact that GTI has the opportunity to fuel that through our resources and our platforms. And I tell folks on my team, like, we're doing the easy part. We get to just watch them do their magic in the trenches and be the folks to help provide those resources. It's a blessing. I'm, I'm thankful for that. And Jai, obviously, you know this, but the podcast is called the Proud to Work in Cannabis podcast. And it's talking to people like you who say things like, I would do this work for free. A lot of folks listening to this podcast want to get a job in cannabis because they're so inspired by people like you and they're learning about the different kinds of work available. Can you talk to us a little bit about the day in the life of your role? What do you do? Give us a glimpse into the day of the life. Yeah, it varies because there could be a day in the life. I start work early morning, sometimes throughout the day. The cannabis industry, we always talk about how welcome to the rocket ship. It is a very fast moving industry, but at the same time, it's this this feeling of excitement because you are 
pretty much in a space where you're a pioneer in a new industry that's being created. And we always talk about how we're flying the plane and building it at the same time, because literally a lot of the programs and just the initiatives within this industry are brand new. There's no blueprint. So we are building it. And that's exciting to know that you are a part of it. I've just participated in this Black History Month webinar where four Black men, GTI has supported these individuals and their businesses. It was a webinar to talk about diversity in the cannabis space. And these four Black business owners talked about what was their passion. That's how they got into it. So it's your passion. My passion is helping the community. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can go into a community, whether it's in an area where I'm uncomfortable or I can go into a big gala. I can feel comfortable in either situation and I, and I can go in there and meet the assignment. But I feel like once you figure out what your passion is, you can come into a space and transfer those skills into the cannabis industry. It's, I feel like a lot of talk within the media is talking about those state licenses and dispensaries and whatnot, but I feel like there are a ton of opportunities within the ancillary space, whether you're looking to come in to open a business, whether it's marketing, communications, plumbing, lighting, technology, whatever. There is an ocean of opportunities out there. And if you have certain skills, you might be working in marketing at a firm. You can transfer those skills if you're working for a beverage company and you're thinking, hey, I might want to pivot over to the cannabis space. But that's exactly what I did. I didn't have any legal cannabis experience. But what I did was I had experience in CSR. I had experience in communications. I had experience working with nonprofits. I had experience in government relations. So I transferred those skills to the cannabis space. And I feel like there are so many people who can do the same thing. And going back to that webinar with those four men, just hearing their stories of how they pivoted into the logistics space. One had a, an app for the medical side of cannabis. He pivoted to the medical side. One turned his lifestyle brand and added cannabis to that. So there's just so many opportunities there and people should really check out. Just first look at what is your passion? What are you excited about? And then learn, learn as much as possible, network as much as possible and get to know folks in the industry to see what they like. It's a busy space. My day is pretty much talking to nonprofits all day, talking to political officials in different states, looking at ways how we can help to provide support to the communities in those areas. Also working to develop strategies on how we can help diversify the cannabis industry. So it, it really just varies day to day. And, 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 <laughs> and you, you brought up a great point. We always say at Banks, keep your career, change your industry. And so whatever you're doing yeah. in another industry, you can take those skills and apply them to cannabis. So look at someone like yourself, right? You didn't have any legal cannabis industry experience. Now you have one of the most important positions in the space. And you were able to come in and, as you said, blank canvas, write the story of the cannabis industry. I wanted to yeah. switch gears a little bit because a lot of the people listening, a topic that is very important to them is exactly what you're doing, giving back to black and brown communities that have been directly negatively impacted by the war on drugs, like your nephew. What can somebody that's listening to this podcast do to give back and be part of it and help people that have unjust arrests and sentences? How can we help? 
Yeah, I would say look for nonprofits in your community. There are so many existing programs. So when someone who's interested in supporting someone who's been directly impacted by the war on drugs, it, there are a ton of nonprofit organizations in the area, whether it's supporting with expungements, supporting legal teams, whether it's working with organizations that help with reviewing folks' resumes, helping them write resumes. There are organizations that help with job placement. And then also you can help by helping to remove the stigma of someone having a cannabis related or any criminal offense. People have paid their dues with the time, whether they spent time in jail or whatnot, but just really opening your mind and listening to the stories of people. These are real people, people who want to work, people who want to get jobs, people who want to go to school, people who want to vote, who want to live fully free within our society. So helping to have an open mind to remove the stigmas associated with it, but then also looking at nonprofit organizations in your area who are specifically supporting people who have been formerly incarcerated. We actually have a, a grant, and this is specific to Philadelphia. So we have our Good Green Grant, where we provided $75,000 each to three different organizations that support, wow. yeah, support um, communities impacted by the war on drugs, one of them being Why Not Prosper in Philadelphia, an organization that was formed by a formerly incarcerated woman that supports women, um, formerly incarcerated and incarcerated women. It's like those organizations where the person who is at the head of the organization knows the experience. She knows what's needed. And it's just been so great working with Reverend Michelle Simmons and that organization to help provide housing for women who are formerly incarcerated, workforce development, helping them with even something just as little as getting their ID, your birth certificate. So organizations like hers and Green Thumb is so honored and proud to be able to support organizations like that through our Good Green Grant, in addition to the other three. So it really sounds like folks that want to get involved can look into their own communities and look for nonprofits. They can check out what Green Thumb is doing and see if there's yes. a way that they can get involved because you guys have such a large reach and you're involved in so many different cities and in towns. So there's lots of ways. And I think what what's important is that if every single person in the cannabis industry today, there's around 420,000 employees in cannabis. If every single person makes one initiative per year, that's going to be 420,000 initiatives. And so super important for everybody listening to this podcast to get involved in their community organizations. If you're profiting from the cannabis industry, you have a direct responsibility to pay it back and fix yes. the unjust wrongdoings that this industry has created. Yes, it's our duty. We have to. It's a must. It's definitely something that is always on the forefront of our minds here at Green Thumb. Every orientation, we share information about the war on drugs to ensure that individuals understand this is an industry that you're entering, but you have to know the harm that has happened to communities of color and ensure that with everything you do to think about them and to think and when developing our plans and strategies of how we operate as a business. Looking forward into the industry, like you said, we're building the plane as we're flying it. When you look forward to the next five years, what are you most excited about? We are really in a position to set a standard. And that is what is most exciting to me. Because nothing has been written, 
we have an opportunity to create a standard when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion in this space. And so I'm excited to see how organizations, companies like ours at GTI, where we are looking to help diversify our procurement space, vendor space with our procurement teams, where we're looking to work and partner with black and brown owned businesses to help amplify their efforts. I think about the work we just did with the Illinois Cannabis Training Center, a wonderful Black-owned, family-owned company here in Chicago, where our talent acquisition team participate in their job fairs and help sponsor in their network nights. So just helping to build the platform and the foundation for what diversity can really look like in this space, to be an example, not just for multi-state operators across the United States, but also for other CPG companies, to be able to say, we've set the standard and we're starting from the beginning to really work in a way that this will create something that will last for a long time. And because if you think about it today that like we just said, there's 420,000 people fast forward to five years and there's a million people employed in the space. That's over 580,000 brand new people coming into this space. They're working in another industry now. Like this industry is so much in its infancy. What I always think about is if other established industries could look at the cannabis industry and say, we want to be more like the cannabis industry, how cool would that be? Because this industry is up against so many headwinds. Nothing is easy. We can't even get bank accounts. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I completely agree with you that the chance to just write the industry and set the standard from day one, it's critical, but it's going to require everybody listening to this podcast, everybody that's in the industry that wants to work in the industry to make the commitment and make it happen because talk is cheap. Green Thumb is an exceptional example of somebody that walks the talk, right? And and you guys do what you say you will do. And it's folks like you that are really making this happen. Oh, thank you. It's all of us. It's a really a team effort. And it starts at the top with Ben, our CEO. He's extremely passionate about diversity, equity, inclusion. And I feel like the momentum is so high right now in terms of us really wanting to set the standard and get it right and do the right things. There are so many good people here at GTI, and I feel like we truly believe in creating a diverse space. And I'm thankful that we have leadership on our team that when we do talk about initiatives like bringing in the diversity committee and as a Black woman to be able to sit in a room with leadership and feel like I have a voice, that's important. That doesn't happen everywhere. I've been working for a long time. I'm not going to share my age, but I've been working for a long time, Carson. And that does you, not You look happen. like you're 25. I don't believe okay, it. We'll, we'll go with 25. <laughs> Sounds good to me. But like I said, it doesn't happen all the time. And to be able to be heard and not only be heard, but to see action behind it and to see genuine thought into how to get to a better place, it doesn't happen all the time. And so to be in a place like a Green Thumb where we have our leadership as well as our team members who are all feeling the same and wanting to do better, it's just a great time to be in this industry, like I said, to be able to create that standard of what it could look like, where we can create those accountability measures, create those measure, those goals in terms of what we want to see for ourselves to help create a more diverse industry as a whole. Well, well, everybody listening has to be so inspired and everybody listening that's not working in cannabis is probably thinking, 
how can I work in cannabis? And so my final question is for somebody out there that is listening to this podcast and thinks this is the industry that I want to be part of, what would your suggestion to them to get a notebook and and start manifesting? (laughs) Yeah, there are so many. So start going to some of these cannabis events and start networking, get to know people in the space because it's such a new market. I heard a speaker once say, we're on lap three of a thousand right now in terms of this cannabis industry. So start getting to know the players that are in there. And people are so collaborative in this space of what I find. So look on websites, go on gtigrows.com. Look on our website to see if there are job opportunities. Um, apply. Go to banks.com. Yes, go to banks. Yes, go to banks and apply. One thing that I used to do is I used to reach out to people on LinkedIn and ask for information interviews. I used to do that all the time. And I've had advice that I still use to this day, folks that I've met with many, many years ago, in the beginning of my career, middle, and even to now. You should always have be able to reach out and just say, can you have 15 minutes to chat? I want to just ask you some questions about how to get into this industry. So yeah, networking, look up what you would be interested in. What are you passionate about? Are you looking to be an entrepreneur or are you looking to transfer your skills? And what area would you like to work in? There's so many areas. And and when the way you think about a, a CPG company that's selling a different type of product, it's the same here in cannabis. It's just cannabis. So you can transfer those skills. But yeah, definitely networking, looking on the websites we just talked about, and then also those informational interview requests through LinkedIn, I find to be extremely helpful. I'm always one of those folks, like you're never too busy to talk to someone for 15 minutes to just give them some advice of how they can move forward in their life. You should always work to breathe life into people. And if you can help them through their journey, do it because it'll always come back to you. So just, (laughs) so, you know, just do it. Do it, do it. And, And that, and that goes two ways, right? People here listening are in the industry right now. Help somebody out when they reach out to you on LinkedIn and give them 15 minutes because this industry needs great talent. If we want to get to the place that we're describing and set the industry standard, we need the best talent to continue coming into the space. Well, Jai, it's been such a pleasure having you on our show. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. This was fun. And we are so excited to continue watching your journey at Green Thumb. And thank you so much for everything that you're doing for this industry. This industry wouldn't be possible without people like you. So thanks again Uh for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.